The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And there's screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is to go on this town We got a lot going on. I got Ken with me. I got Coach B with me. Uh, I want to talk about, we want to talk about the uh, college realignments and and all the money that's taking place with that because it's really, in my opinion, about money. Uh, But you heard these guys' opinions. We have the Coach's Corner. We have a minute with Ken. Coach's Corner going to be on the second segment, a minute with Ken in the third. Also, uh, Ken did some uh, uh, blogging on the uh, fan page, and uh, I want to talk about this Vince Sanity, this Vince Young incident. Is this guy going to never learn? First, I want to jump it off into this Lakers, but let me shout out to my fellas. What's up, Coach B? What's the word? What's the word? You got it. Ken from the ATL. Hey, what's going on, everybody? What's up, man? Uh, is, Ken, is Ken online today? I think he yeah, was he, hey, today. Coach, he stopped crying because he let the babies cry now. He going to stop crying. Oh, he whatever. It, hey, it, hey, it, I'm not the sensitive one here. He, he like, to what Jay said? Okay. Jay said, y'all let the song cry. <laughs> hey, that's all right. We're doing some home cooking tonight. Y'all more than welcome. You, you yeah, said, y'all y'all are invited to the home good. cooking tonight. Kids, you, right, you, you don't got the right seasoning, man. You put nutmeg in there when you put salt and pepper. Hey, there's always the ones that don't got a basketball team that never won nothing that be crying. Look at them. Come on, man. We, hey, we won a championship <laughs> in 78, baby. 78? Come on. Hey. <laughs> hey, we're talking about championships when you was in diapers, okay? You've been talking about it's only going to go six games. It's only going six. That's all it's going. <laughs> and, all right, and, so and it might go an extra game. It's going to go seven. But we still we, going to go to L.A. What I remember him saying was he, it wasn't going back to L.A. When they won that game in, um, in Boston, I'm like, oh, my goodness, Ken is right again. And Ken normally right, but he's a Laker fan, so he just can't be wrong on, on this one. He's oh, like, no, oh, come on. He's, he's, Check he's out Mark in the hard-hitting radio, too. I because think the prize is over tonight. No, it won't be over tonight, coach. It might be over tonight. It won't be over tonight. And you might be right. The ain't got nothing to lose. The Lakers do. (laughs) We play at home. And you lost a second game at home. (laughs) If they play according to how it's supposed to go down with the home court advantage right now and the the Lakers have two games, Celtics ain't got nothing to lose. The Lakers got two games. There ain't no home court advantage. Mm-hmm. They lost the home court advantage in game two when they hey, lost. Hey, I'm going to be right. like, Coach, I ain't going to say nothing until after the game tomorrow, okay? No, no, no. You ain't been saying nothing. Not hey. saying nothing. No, you've been talking trash every Tuesday. Hey. So let's keep telling you talking hey. trash. Hey, I like this. I guarantee you when the Lakers win tonight, y'all going to be like, uh-oh. No, we're not. be right if you win. They got a chance to lose on Thursday. We're going to get ready for game. Uh-oh. That's my noise. He's going to get beat in L.A. So, Ken, Ken, Coach. I'm saying, my question is, will there be a game seven? Now, we got a few uh, on the fan page, on the, we got a few ups and downs on that. 
But, Coach, you think it's, it could be overnight or you think it will be overnight? I can't say it's going game seven, obviously. Oh, I want to be game seven on Thursday and I got a victory party on Friday night at my house. What's up? No, we have a parade in my quarterback when the Celtics win. And you're called the sack. Yeah, we got the sack before. Nah, you hey, know what? It was almost, almost, hey, it was almost a fight over here, man. Huh? It was almost a fight over here. We had a Celtics fan. It, it, it was that serious. It wasn't no fight. I said altercation. I said a little argument. Look, man, people running their mouth. Yeah, look, knock, knock the rock off my shoulder. Knock this out my hand first type stuff. That was crazy, people, man. But it, people, we're going to do it again. People off at the mouth and ain't about, ain't about nothing. Man, it was crazy. It, it didn't even make sense. But you know what? It, it, it all boiled down to nothing. It all boiled down now. It was a good game. Celtics won, and and that's what it is. So I that's say the Celtics going to finish them. I say game six, Celtics are world champions. Oh, no. Okay. We just have to wait till after tonight. Like, what happened to you, Ken? The Lakers are going to you. out tonight. Lakers you ain't been waiting. Out tonight, which I expect it to be. There will be a, a back-to-back championship for the Lakers this year. Well, let me ask you this. Let me ask you this. Is, since the Lakers can't do it in the wrong, but be down by 3-2 right now. Let me ask you this. What is it going to take for the Lakers to win? Because uh, all you got to do is let Kobe shoot, shoot himself out. And that, they made a great point uh, after I watched it. It's almost like the uh, rope-a-dope. Let Kobe just shoot himself out, just wear himself down. Um, okay, he got 50 points at the end of the night. Do the Lakers still win that game when there's only nobody else in double figures? Uh, if anybody's in double figures, maybe one guy and those double figures being 12 points. Uh, you know what? I, I really don't. Th- I think Kobe's going to spread it out tonight. I think uh, we're going to need some games. I think uh, Lamar Odom, if uh, you know, sure. if we can get him back in the game, uh, if we can keep Bynum on the floor for longer than twenty to fifteen next. minutes, that's going to be the X factor. Bynum, he can't play with a, his knee. He get. I think Bynum, uh, and I'm not going for the Lakers in this series, but I think he gutting out what he's doing now. I think he's uh he's getting his knee drained. He has no power. He has no he has no speed and quickness. Uh, with a healthier knee, obviously, but I think he's doing at most what he can do. Yeah, I mean, you know, and I commend him for that. This man has had his knee drained twice in, yeah. in the series so far. Kobe has had his knee drained once. Kobe is different. These, Kobe these different. Kobe don't. Kobe don't have uh, two hundred and fifty, sixty some pounds yeah, to carry these around. These guys are playing with heart right now. I mean, they are really gutting it out. They are. There's no other way to heart, play. You know. But there's no other way to play. It's going to take a collective effort from everybody to win tonight, and I think they need to play at home. I think they're going to get it together. You're going to see everybody show up, including somebody that we didn't. I didn't really. You didn't really see him on the floor at all. Uh, uh, Shannon uh, Brown. Uh, right. We need him. We need Brown. We haven't been in a, a whole game and a half. So yeah. let me go to coach. Let me go to Coach B. What? How do the Celtics win tonight? How do they put them away? First they've been winning with their bench. Oh, they've been winning with their bench. Lakers have no bench. Lakers are 12 deep, but they only got five people playing. Lamar Odom is no – if Lamar Odom has to start in place of Bynum or has to get maybe 10 more minutes than normal because of Bynum's um, bum knee, the Lakers will lose. That's been the Lakers' downfall. They lost in game two. I told you all two series last series, Nate Robinson was going to have a, have a lot to do last series. He did. He had something to do again in this series with Big Baby. I'm telling you, the bench is the key. The Celtics have a better bench. That yeah, bench, you know what? Without, I, I, without Nate Robinson, that bench has been has won a championship already. I agree with you, and um, and and I say the bench is the key according to how you play them. You just think, oh, you go in right now and you take it. He had a chemistry, and that chemistry only developed in the last two games. 
And that, that's when Nate Robinson and Big Baby were showing out. And then he, he, that. Brought that same, Not... he brought that same chemistry in, as those same five. He brought them in. They was able to maintain the lead or take the lead and get his starter some rest. But he brought that same five in uh, in the last game, which they were able to pull it off in the end because his starters had rest. And Rondo Not... went hard. And what I was more impressed with, uh, we talk about the big three, KG, Ray Allen, and um, Paul Pierce. That is Rondo's team. Did you watch this guy control everything from start to finish? Yeah, but Rondo makes mistakes. The only thing I'm saying, everybody makes mistakes. But I'm saying in 08, when the, when the Celtics beat the Lakers, it's because the Lakers bench didn't come to play. And it's happening again. Deja vu. Lord Tariq and Peter Garns, deja vu. To the Lakers. To the Lakers. That was a different I, Laker team in 08 versus this team. How was it a different Laker team? You got the same people on the bench except Ron Artest. No come on, man. Paul Gasol just got <laughs> traded there. No Artest. Please. We had I Trevor Reza there. Shannon Brown wasn't please. playing. Shannon Brown? Who was he? He ain't playing three games. Come well, on. And, and you know what? And, oh, this, here's, That's here's, a totally here's different thing. thing. You know what? I'm done talking to you today, Ken, about the Lakers. <laughs> Already? Topic, it's on in the first segment. Already? Yeah, because they had they had uh, Walton. Wasn't that uh, – what's uh, the boy uh, Walton, his son, his dad played? They had him playing in 08. Actually, and he ain't, yep. And, and he barely playing now. And when he does play, he gives good minutes, but they don't, keep, they, don't, they don't let him get consistent. And they had Gasol. Gasol had just got there, so he was being muscled and, for the oh, most part uh, by um, KG. KG, KG. KG, KG KG and Ray Allen had just got to Boston, but they won it that same year. So don't give, don't yeah. give me that just got there crap. I'm just, oh, look, I'm just trying to um, make some sense out of this thing. See, man, don't see, talk to him. He don't know what he's talking about. He a, he a, you see, Coach is a bad Coach is an anti-Laker not, fan. This man not no, even from Boston. Because you're not always going to people that's not from Boston be the biggest anti-Laker fans. You're not even. You're not even willing to give. You're not. You're, you're saying buying them. You're not even. What about your bench? When has your bench came to play all series? The bench. Man, come on. You almost lost. You almost lost to Oklahoma City because your bench didn't show up. Come on. Let me say this then, 888-346-9144. Call in because these guys are going at it. You want to be a part of the show. Um, they, they did. You, you make a good point. I think the key to this is all about the bench because the starters going to uh, maximize each other out. They're going to uh, conference each other out. But in 08, KG and um, Ray Allen just got there. Paul Casal just got there uh, for the Lakers. Then, Bynum wasn't then had, playing. Huh? Bynum wasn't so, playing. Bynum, uh, yeah, but but how? Why play. is why Bynum such a play. young guy? Why Bynum, a young guy, still having these major knee problems? You Sam take Bowie. care of stuff soon as the season's over with, and you you do nothing but rehab. He's Sam Bowie. Sam Bowie. Let's take a call. We got Junior Spive on the line. Junior, what's going on, man? What's up, what's up, Junior? Man, they going at it, man. How you going call at it, man? Bynum, Sam Bowie, man. <laughs> Come on, hey, Junior. Man. I just had to pull it out there, dog. You know, you know how I roll. Come on, man. <laughs> man, this dude's Coach, I don't know, Coach, Coach, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if you're going to be able to get across to Junior either. He's a Laker fan. He's been, he been going off to the Oh, that's my man, man. Why are we even talking to Junior? Help me out, bro. I'm a defender. <laughs> you ain't want to talk to Junior then. Because he's 22 years old, so he still has a huge upside. Even though he's had major knee surgery, he still has a, a huge upside. And what he's doing now, he's basically putting his career on the line to help his team win, man. Because you know, all they need right now is just a body, just a big body. They need that lift right now. So I wouldn't call them Sam Bowie just yet because – Well, let me ask you this. He ain't Sam Bowie, he ain't Sam Bowie yet, but <laughs> – He Greg Oden. 
Why is he having these major knee problems at such a young age? He, I mean, well, he's able. He had that he's one able, injury, man, where he's he getting surgery. The That's a tough. I mean, that is a, you that have, is a tough surgery to come injury, back from. Man, it's really kind of tough to bounce back from. I just think he's probably rushed it, being young, feeling like you're invincible, and you rush. You know, you rushing to get back on the court. And I just, I just don't think he's put in the proper time and, and effort as far as his rehab. He's basically rushed it. I mean, you're a big guy like that. It's going to take a little time. And um, it could take, you know, a year and a half to come back. But he's been coming back, you know, after a year every time he's had that injury. So, well, you, you know, also got to understand, too, that, you know, he is 22. He's seven foot something. So, so a lot of times when you, when you have that growth spurt that he might have had, you know, you're, you're, you're entitled, like Greg Oden, you're entitled to a lot of injuries because your body's not, your body just spread up, over, you know, eight inches over a summertime. But did he come you know, right out of high school? That. Let me ask you this. Did he come right out of high school? Yes, yeah. he did. Yeah, see, he's not ready for – I mean, it's easy to do in basketball and baseball. You, it'll never happen in football. But when you're coming out of high school, you're still banging against some grown men, and, you, and the, game, the, the speed of the game picks up in the NBA. You live in high school. You didn't even go to college. That's a different yeah. speed. Now the speed of the game picks up. So I understand the injuries uh, straight out of high school, playing into a, a major league uh, a sport with grown men. I understand the injuries. But even though he's young – you got to go to the trainers or something like that, whomever's in charge, the doctors. You, after microfracture, you have to take that type of time. I think Amari started on ahead, the same microfracture. And it took him some time to come back, and we watch how he plays. He jumps out the gym. You can't do those certain things unless you allow it to That's heal Bynum. fully. Hey, man, that is, hey, to me, Bynum was, when he came out, when he was doing his thing, it was another Amari but with skill at the post, like a true right. center. Type of well, let me call on Jennifer. It was Kobe, Kobe was throwing uh-huh. his moves left and right, man. It was just a Kobe and Bynum show. And uh, he, he had that injury, man, and it just it was just one of those freak injuries. I think he just went All up and came down wrong, and, you know, the rest is history. Well, we got another call on the line. We got Jennifer on the line. Jennifer, we're talking about the uh, Boston Celtics and the Los Angeles Lakers. Welcome to the show. Hi, thank you. Hey, Jennifer, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How are you guys? Oh, we're pretty uh, we're doing great. You're what is, what is your opinion on this? It is 3-2 Boston Celtics. What is your opinion, even though the Lakers are going home with two games to, to finish it off? Um, you know, actually, I think they're going to be okay. I was looking at them play. I've watched a couple of games, and I, even the guy that you're talking about who's um, injured, even though he's been injured, he still has a good game. So I think that they have a pretty good shot. I'm not worried about them at all. They are still bringing their game. Still bring well. Hey, anybody out there listening, if you're a Boston Celtics fan, please call in. I'm tired of these looking people calling in. I mean, it is, it is what it is. It doesn't have anything to do with being a fan. It, it is what it is. And, and the bottom line is they're bringing their game. If they wasn't bringing their game, the series wouldn't have been tied. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. You, you, said, you said this. They should have lost game two. Hold on, Coach. She, I mean, this is a good point. It is what it is. It don't have to be. It don't have anything to do with being a fan of the uh, Celtics or the Lakers. But you got to make some sense out of this. Now, Coach already stated earlier in the show uh, that the bench itself has showed up. The chemistry of what the Celtics, um, what the Doc has brought into the game, that chemistry, that that bench has showed up. Was able to maintain or even um, take a lead while the Lakers were playing their starters. So I don't know why Phil Jackson feels. He doesn't feel like he can bring his guys in uh, and give his starters some rest. You can only keep the going on the bench for so long. Their bench is not step up. I wouldn't bring them in either. They're not doing anything, man. You look at their bench. Their bench, is, their bench has been terrible. 
Okay, you know, when it comes down. They're starting to step up a little bit on the defensive end. But other than that, I mean, their bench has been horrible. Where's Lamar Odom? You know, and, 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 yeah, hey, as well as Boston has played, the Lakers have been in every single game. The Lakers haven't but, played great, but Boston has played great. I'm all, I mean, they're shooting 70%. If Come the on, Lakers don't bring a bench, if they don't have anybody coming off the bench, be the fourth the quarter is going to be crucial. That good. The fourth quarter is going to be crucial if you don't have a bench. Then you can't keep uh, – no wonder uh, Casal's getting his uh, shots blocked and he's standing seven foot tall and he's not able to run up and down. Uh, no wonder Kobe's taking – Kobe's been taking all the shots just to keep him in the league, keep him in the game. So when he, when he missed that final shot, don't look at him like he did something wrong. He's the reason why they're at that point. Uh, Fisher – is in foul trouble early, so he's on the bench. He can't hit those shots when he uh, the shots that we he's come accustomed. We've seen him do. So you have to have a bench. So when you go in that fourth quarter, now I'm gonna get. Let's get a final. Let's get a final word on this. Jennifer, you still online? Yeah, everybody's talking about um, Kobe, and yeah, Kobe brings his game. But the couple of games last I haven't seen all of them. But I think everybody is sleeping on Gazal. I'm not hearing anybody talk about him. Well, the last two games, Casal hasn't really he hasn't he hasn't done anything. The last two games, um, you know, the, the the first three games he's played, he played well. But his last two games, he hasn't really, you know, he hasn't shown up. That's, that's well, let me go to uh, Ken. Let me go to Ken because I think uh, for the Lakers to they gonna the Lakers gonna be in the game. But for the Lakers to win the game, I think Bynum, not Bynum, but uh, Odom has to step up and somebody off that bench has to come out and play. So, Ken, you, I mean, you can give us your opinion on that. Yeah, I mean, I think Odom's going to step up. I think we're going to see Lamar Odom. I mean, he plays good on the road because, like I said, you just got to get him away from that Hollywood, Khloe Kardashian stuff. But he knows that the game is on the line. The series is on the line. Odom's going to come off the bench. He's going to have a good game. Gasol's going to step up. Gasol plays excellent on, at home when, he's, uh, when Lakers play at home. He's going to step up. Kobe's going to be there. Bynum's going to be okay. Uh, everybody's panicking. I'm not panicking. I'm still not worried. We'll be talking about this next Tuesday uh, for the Lakers victory parade. <laughs> how, do you, uh, how do you account for this? The uh, Celtics had the best road win uh, throughout the season. Okay, and Lakers had one of the best home uh, records in the NBA. And you're you saying, so, too, already. So some, some okay, okay, so you say yeah, that. Some fans are not going to let Boston go up, come up in there and, and just let Boston take it. And the fans are they not going to really let them do it. Now, the first thing Kobe's going to say is, well, we won game two there. So what? We went to Boston and won game three there. Something's got to give. And? I know, and it's two games to give, too. So the Celtics are all Celtics. Got, look, Celtics is a professional team. Everybody talking about they old when they lose. When they win, they say, oh, they are veterans. They smart. So they got two games. They got two games to win one. You don't think they can get that done? No, I don't think they can get it done. No. <laughs> Lakers are playing at home. See, uh, we, got the crowd, see, we got the crowd behind us. Hey, Kwame, and you got to remember something. Hey, Boston, Lakers didn't go to Boston, and Boston just totally blew them out. Okay? We took their best punch, and we survived it. So we're going to bring them back home, and we're going to handle business. If Kwame. I got seven games to play, and all I got to do is win by a half a point, and all I got to do is win four games by a half a point, I don't care I'm about win four else. games by half a point. Huh? And not just that. Not just that. The first time all, all, all postseason, the Lakers have lost back-to-back games. Okay. Yeah, but I'm, let me um, let me say this. I got the Lakers now. Now, I'm really giving you my uh, my final uh, my stat on it. Celtics win tonight and it's over. Jennifer, thank you. Jennifer, you still there? Jennifer's gone. She she's off the line. 
Okay, I got to hey, soak gonna, my inner gold. We're going to see the 48% Kobe, and it's going to be a wrap, man. Lake, uh, Lakers win tonight. We don't want to see the, the 41% and the 38% Kobe. I want to see the $30 million Kobe tonight. We go, you're going to get that tonight. I used to like having Junior on the show. <laughs> hey, hey, that's a smart man right there. You better let that man talk. I used to love when my boy came on the show and gave us his opinion about something. But right now, Junior, yeah. man, your opinion is... But you know what? Yeah, that's the same thing, thing uh, you, know, you don't have to be Kobe tonight, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> that don't have to be your team, but you got to understand that you, you got to make some sense out of it. And Jennifer was alluding to this earlier. I don't have to like the Lakers, but if the Lakers better, I'm going to say they better. I don't have to like the Celtics, but if Celtics is better, I'm not going to justify one way or another because that's my favorite team. I'm going to say the Celtics is going to get them tonight. I'm going to say that for a lot of reasons. Uh, and, and Ken said the Lakers had the best home uh, winning percentage throughout the year. And I say the Celtics had the best role out of anybody uh, percentage during the season. Now, the Celtics got two games to win one. The Lakers got home field advantage. I like the Celtics' chances. I like when Rondo play aggressive in the beginning. I'm not saying they can do it, but the way the last two games, uh, it was all Kobe. It was all Kobe. And if, on no one steps, if no one steps up, he can't do that for the quarter. quarters. When it, up, it was a blowout. It would have been a blowout if Kobe went off on the third in the third quarter. It would have been a blowout. Hey, listen, I'm going to end it on this. The Celtics have closed out the last two series on the road. Yeah, this is the NBA Finals, though. You know what I'm saying? That's they the closed out the last two series. They against the Lakers, though. They closed out the last two series on the road. Right, the Lakers are a little bank, banged up, but this is gut check time. Everybody's going to step up, including right, now. We, now, exactly. now, first time I heard exactly. about injuries. This is the first time I heard about injuries. <laughs> No, 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 no. This is no, no, because no, Andrew Bynum was hurt. Kobe broke his neck. You know, oh, my God. Oh, man. I think they're going to with broken fingers, torn ligaments and everything, man. So I'll see all these excuses. I got to hear them all. I swear. Lakers will take it tonight. That's what it just sounds like. I don't know. What would you say? Okay, I got the Lakers tonight. Lakers will win tonight. All right. I, 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 I'm going we shall see. Well, let me ask you guys about this. We 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 talk. We'll hold that off till. Uh, shoot, we may we may even go on hard hitting radio uh, on Friday if the Lakers win tonight, and we'll have something to talk about because we'll, oh, we'll win the next game. Oh man! Oh man! So we'll we'll we do that. We'll watch, we'll keep out for this game tonight. We'll talk a little bit more about it. Uh, I say six. Uh, me and Coach say six tonight. I say six. Coach say possibly six tonight. Uh, and I understand that because they still got two games to win one. Spive Jr. and Ken, y'all get y'all got them at seven, obviously. Well, I think I did say this at the beginning of the series that if the Lakers gonna win, if the Lakers win is going, if they gonna win in seven. So so this win they can win in six. Well, coach, I tell you this, coach. If Boston wins tonight, I'm sending you a gift certificate, dinner on me, up to you. If they win, but I guarantee you, that's not. sure they gonna. Rich, coach, what do you want to eat? Uh, we, I'm going to I'm going to um, Ruth Chris's. <laughs> <laughs> no, he just bunch of brand sticks. He he won't send you there, but it's gonna be like a twenty five dollars. You can't get nothing. Yeah, yeah, advertiser to, to Ruth Chris, but you go get something. When I come to ATL, I'll be down to ATL in a few weeks, about a month or so, and then we'll we'll just meet up then. Oh, you'll be down here in a month. Oh, definitely. Yeah, you I get mean, down I'm here. Come, come, come I'm taking you to dinner on me. Uh huh. Well, let me ask you guys about this. The college, college realignment, this Big 12, Pac-10, Big 10, 
I'm gonna get your opinions on that because I when I when I did a lot of reading and uh, listened to a lot of uh, looking at a lot of sports shows, it's really about the money. It's really of a, a like a Notre Dame. Like Notre Dame would not get in the conference because they have TV money and it comes and it's coming down to TV money. It's also coming down to a point where uh, they don't want to cross so many lines with uh, merging these conferences or these teams in different conferences because at some point they're going to have to pay the players. Right. So I want to get you guys' opinion. They, it's going to come to that because you got to you're going to eliminate some of your taxes. You're going to have to pay more taxes on thing, and at that point it becomes a job for the players. So you're going to have to pay them. So I want to get your opinions on like the Big Twelve. Uh, what would become the Big Twelve? I think Texas now staying. Uh, but Texas has generated more TV money. They can have their own network. And this is all the conferences want. They want to have their own network like Notre Dame has the network, and th- and that's how they generate more money. So well, I'll I start, I start with you, uh, Coach, and then hit up Rich, I mean, um, Ken, then Spivey. Well, my, you know, my, my thought process on it, all, the whole thing is, is you know, it's, it's, when it's all said and done, smoke clears, does settle, it's all about the M-O-N-E-Y. We all know that. You know, with with Texas now saying they're going to stay in the Big 12, now what I'm thinking, what the Big 12 should do is then bring T.C. Williams and Boise State over, even though Boise State's committed to going somewhere else. Offer them an opportunity to come play in a big conference or, they, or, or Utah. So them two schools can also be in a position to play for the national championship and go to, the, go to a BCS Bowl. Now with these teams, when you have Notre Dame have an opportunity of going to uh, the Big 10, They've been offered to go to Big Ten for the last, you know, 15 years and have turned it down because they don't want to lose that NBC money. But the Big Ten has always made more money. You know, average Big, big Ten school is making close to 20-some-odd million a year. Right. Um, so, but when you have all these schools, you got Colorado going over to the Pac-10. you got Nebraska. I mean, yeah, Colorado going to Pac-10. Nebraska going to the Big Ten. Texas A&M possibly going to the SEC. That's a dumb move because they'll never win a, a championship in the SEC, period. They could barely be in the top three in the Big 12, but yet you want to go to the SEC and, and no, it ain't happening. Hey, well, you said something that made some sense to me. I, I think, uh, and I come right back to you, Ken. I think uh, TCU and Boise State. You you keep you put them in the Big 12. I think that solidified that conference, and you can keep it the Big 12 because Texas staying in, and you have the rest of those conferences. I think Colorado, uh, Colorado, and who else? When Missouri may be going out, um, but if you bring those two teams in, that Rich uh, talked about. I think you still have a solid uh, conference, a solid Big 12 conference. And then when Boise State is able to go 12-0, and then you can play for a national championship instead of telling these guys they can't play because of the conference and, and the people they've been playing against. So then right. you can play that, and then it still generates more money. I think everybody in that conference with Texas staying in, they'll uh, own private networks uh, for that town and that school uh, will generate more money. They'll allow, they'll allow more money. Uh, Ken, I go to you on that. Uh, t- I mean, 20, 25 million reasons why, you know, like I said, Texas decided to stay there, okay? So, I mean, as long as Texas is the, is the team that's going to carry that conference right there. And I think everybody was following Texas' move. If Texas was going to move uh, to the Pac-10, I think at that point we would have saw Oklahoma, Texas Tech, uh, maybe, uh, maybe even Oklahoma State would have jumped ship with them. But as long as Texas now is going to be staying there, uh, I, what do you do? Do you keep it as the Big Ten and now call it the Big Ten, the Big Twelve, or do you invite a, a BYU, a Utah, a, a Boise State, or even a TCU to come in and join the conference? Uh, my opinion, I think it's just going to stay ten teams. I think it's going to be a ten-team conference. Um, you're solidified with Texas, Oklahoma, Kansas, uh, Texas Tech, Oklahoma State. They're there. They're, they're not going anywhere. You don't need to invite nobody else in. 
Uh, the Pac-10 is definitely is committed to growing to a, a 16-team conference because the Big Ten is going to go 16 t- teams for a mega conference. Um, I mean, I don't think the the shuffling has finished yet. I think we're still a little bit too early, you know, talking about who's going to stay, who's going to be going, but except for the ones that we know that's not going. I think there's going to be some other major moves coming uh, before the end of the year. Um, I think we just need to just wait and just see. But, it, but you know, as long as the Big Ten and the Pac-10 is committed to growing to 16 teams, there's going to be some more shuffling that's going to shock some people. And Texas A&M going to SEC, like Coach said, dumb move. I don't think that's – yeah, I don't agree with that. I think Utah has moved up to the uh, – Utah might move into the Big Ten, I think it is, or it would be the Pac-10. Yeah, Pac-10 uh, is looking at Utah, but also uh, the, the, the Big Ten uh, – not the Big Ten, the Big 12 is also looking at Utah to come in and fill that void to keep it as a Big 12. Big 12 has already said they don't want to be called the Big Ten. They, they're committed to replacing Colorado and Nebraska and, and keep it at Big 12. Yeah, that's what it was, Nebraska. I said Missouri earlier, but uh, Colorado, Nebraska. Um, yeah, I, I, and, I, and I don't have a problem with that Boise State because they've been playing good football. I don't have a problem with t- uh, TCU. They've been playing uh, at the, the, their past few seasons. They should have been at least playing for a championship uh, because of the conference and and who they was playing. You know, you tell these guys they can't play for a national championship when there's teams that got 9-2 records. Uh, playing for national championship, and I can say that with the SEC because I think at that point SEC is the toughest conference. These guys bang some real football come out of that, and so they bang and knock knock each other off. I don't think teams like Ohio State, who can finish the uh, Big Ten and ten games and ten or eleven games and sit and wait around to where everybody's knocking each other off and not be able to play in a bowl game. I think that eventually what this is all going to come to. If they was able to merge those teams together, uh, take four teams out of the Big 12 and move them to the Pac-10 or the Big 10, mm-hmm. I think now you have to have a playoff at some point. Mm-hmm. You but cannot you, have that many teams in, in, in those fewer conferences and not have a playoff. Yes. But what's going to happen? I agree. What might happen, guys, is also the now these conferences, all, all this realignment, each conference will have a championship game, and those championship games – will put these other these teams in the one, two, three, four, maybe five ranking, and then you have the other three wild cards, and then you can have a, a playoff that way. I believe that. That'd be, a, that'd be a good, valuable way to have it in those bowls. You know, granted, you have the top four bowls. You play on the first, and then on the eighth, the top two, two teams play, in, play for the championship game a week later. Well, see, now, yeah, we're talking, talking, hold on, now we're talking about something that might not even happen for another, what, ten plus years. years. I think right so, now they're trying to get the, the realignment solidified first. And y'all no, I think that right now also. they're trying to see who's yeah. going to where this money going to go. Yeah. All this is for money, man. This is, uh-huh. You could talk about the TV money, yeah. and, and that comes with the territory anyway. But yeah. how much money can your, uh, your university generate? Mm-hmm. How much money can you um, generate without having to lose your uh, taxes or having to have to pay taxes, your, um, without having to have to pay uh, college athletes? It comes... It is that serious right now where these guys might have to pay for this stuff. The BCS is throwing money to these conferences. Look at this. Memphis. BCS wants Memphis somewhere in somebody's BCS conference. Big 12, Big 10, Pac. They're going to be somewhere in one of those conferences. BCS has offered $10 million for somebody to take Memphis. And that's, that's something that's, that we haven't even jumped on yet. But that's because they want. That's because the basketball. Memphis football is garbage. It's never been good. Memphis so always come out of Memphis football is D'Angelo, and before that it was nothing. So, 
I think yeah, Memphis is always had a team like, on uh, average. Vanderbilt. I mean, They've the always had a they're defense and never had an average. But if you put them in a BCS conference, though, just think what that would do for the recruiting for, for Memphis football, what that would do for them. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what it's about. But I don't think you can just that's, – that's almost like a bribery. You can't bribe them like that. That's almost bribery. You do that stuff, uh, all those go through channels. Uh, and it, it, it'll help the program, and but that's why legal. you can throw that money out. But it's legal for, for them to say, hey, Big 12 – Please take Memphis. I will give you $10 million to take Memphis and put them in the Big 12. Add them as uh, one of those one or two teams that you, you, you just lost. And, and just like Colorado Coach said, take them, that, I that has to do with million. basketball. That has 100% to do with basketball. And now Memphis players might get better because obviously when you play against better opponents year in and year out, you find a way to beat those teams. You find a way to get better recruits in. Because now you can go and say you get to play against Texas. You can't go to Texas. But you get to play against Texas, Oklahoma. Uh, you get to play against uh, Kansas. You get to play against all those teams. But you now they didn't draft you. I mean, they didn't uh, recruit you. But come here and let's show them. That's how you do that with football. But I, I'm agreement. I'm in agreement with Coach uh, when you say this is all basketball. Memphis has a basketball team, so this is all to play on that national level consistently, always in the spotlight, and make that conference that much more and better. Let me say this, Tommy. You can agree with this. You can agree with this. The only reason, the reason why the Big 12 wanted to stay around, number one, is because Kansas basketball was, didn't know where they were going to be. Would they go to ACC? Would they go to Big East? No one knows. If they stay the Big 12, Kansas basketball will have its only entity. The only thing Kansas has, unfortunately, is basketball. Basketball is number one, and football is like three. And that, yeah, we, and got that. Base, we got baseball over there, too. But, right. you know, that's, so, that's, we've always had, uh, football-wise, we've always had like a – in the, in the middle of the pack type teams, uh, we was never that those top tier teams. Now, regardless of what players you have on the team, as a team, you're not number one or number two. But yeah, if if football or basketball go somewhere else, that eliminates a lot of stuff. Um, as far as like if they go to AFC, ACC, which they're gonna dominate. If they go to what is it, the Big East, and then. Kansas basketball in the Big East wouldn't be bad because Big East plays basketball. They play so basketball the in the Big East. So the ACC. They have to go against Carolina, Duke, Maryland, three times twice. Come on. I mean, that'd be, not, that wouldn't be a problem. They won't, they, they, they won't be a problem. They won't dom- Come on. They won't dominate no, I ain't the not ACC. dominate, but the competition. Nobody at KU say, nobody at KU will say, oh, we playing North Carolina, oh, we playing Duke. No, we wouldn't say that just like they wouldn't say we playing Kansas. They have basketball schools. North Carolina's a basketball school. Duke is a basketball school. These teams have football teams, but you don't hear about them. True. These are basketball schools. Kansas is a basketball school. Now, let's get into some Vince Sanity. Now, I'm going to get you, you guys' opinion on this. Ken, you did a blog on this. Yeah. Will this guy ever learn? I mean, you get in trouble. You do and this is all because... Part of the reason somebody held up an upside down horns, Texas Longhorn signal sign. It, it, That's what it, baffles me. It baffles me because you're a quarterback, and at one point, and I watched this game, and I, I watched this game the whole time where this guy threw an interception, went on the bench, pouted. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what is he doing? You're the starting quarterback in the National Football League. Mm-hmm. You, you sure he pouted or did he cry? He, he, he cried. He, he, he should have cried. He had his head <laughs> down. Probably. He was a. I watched this game. He threw an interception, which is fine. You're a quarterback. You're going to throw an interception. But as the quarterback, I want you to come on and say, okay, help me out defense. 
and that's fine because it's a team game. Help me out, get me back on the field, I'll make it happen. He has that type of capability to make it happen. He shot all eight. He went eight and two in the last ten games last year. Uh, his, his rookie season, he didn't start the first two games. He came in and balled out of control. He, he has the ability to get things done behind the center. He has the ability to get things done as a quarterback, but mentally I don't know where this guy's head is, and I don't know if I can trust you when it's your turn to get this long-term deal. Why would I sign you to a 10-year deal? Why would I try to give you the Peyton Manning, Tom Brady's, the Donovan McNabb numbers? I can't give you those when I don't know who you're going to be. you up and down, and, and it took an upside-down horn to get you that frustrated, and you still in the clubs? But we talked about this last year. When you take a guy who's never had money before – Put him, you, he's young, you give him all this money, you give him all this fame, he's hanging out in the strip clubs, he's getting drunk. I mean, he, he's following Pac-Man Jones. It's like, do, do you not see the well, same pattern? Isn't this his fourth year, though, going into his fourth year? Yeah, but he, it, just, it he just put himself back on the map. This guy was uh, one game away from being out the NFL, period, forever, or one mental breakdown from being out the NFL. This guy regained his – uh, his team's trust back. He began his, his stardom back, and 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 he's you know back been the, the future, the franchise uh, player uh, of the Tennessee Titans. And he goes out to the strip club. And yeah, have you seen the pictures before that? He had all these girls around him. He's buying all these uh, champagne bottles and Moet bottles, popping bottles and stuff before the fight. You got to see the pictures before that. He's in out the there showing out in the club, back at home, trouble. got all the girls. He's showing out, young money. Drunk, strip clubs, it all mix. All right, let me and this let me is interrupt why owners. And this is why owners, and I don't hate to say this, and this is why owners, and this is why we, we have so many talented African-American quarterbacks, um, but then you got guys like this where owners are scared to take a chance. Yeah, if you want to win, you're going to get one. Now, that's the way to win, I, in my opinion. Not, I won't say fully, but you can't have one with a crazy head, man. All right, you can't well, have one with a crazy let's, head. Let's, let's, let's. Go back a second, okay? You can't, all right, he got, he's 20, what, 23, 25 years old, kid. He has money. He goes out to the clubs. He does this. He does that. Okay, you can't sit here and knock him for doing that. That's yes, something you, you shouldn't yes, do. You no, you can't. Yes, you can't. You know what? I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it because you know what? You know what? Every NFL athlete goes to the clubs. They go and party. They go have fun. It's all about doing things within moderation. So don't give me that, John. Everybody not have twenty five. Let me wrap a tape for you. Let me wrap a tape for you. Let me let you have this one. Yeah, let me. You can't be Vince Young, a starting quarterback in the National Football League, that much talent, that much money, and be in the clubs like you. There's certain things you can't do anymore. You have limited yourself from doing certain things. You just because you got the money, the resources to do them, you can't do them. That's why the Pittsburgh Steelers don't have a quarterback for the first six games of the season. You cannot do those things anymore. Now. You won't be selfish and say, I'm going to do them anyway, but look what the trouble is going to bring to you. Now, I agree with you. I hear what you're saying, Coach. Yeah, you should be able to do that, but you should have the right people around you. With all that money, you're going to generate a lot of bad people. Those, friends, those are not his friends because if those are his friends, he wouldn't be busting through a door in a strip club because somebody threw upside-down horns at him. That's you can't do that. You are, but you are off limits now. But and guys with a lot of money in the National Football uh, and, and any major sport, if they don't know that, then they're going to get what they deserve. That's, but that's what I'm saying. You can go to the club. You can go do what you need to do to, meet the, to have fun and let off steam or whatever. But then there's all, everything has to be done in what? 
moderation. That's the key. You don't go into a strip club. If you got feel like spending a grand on, on, on at a strip club, just spend a grand on a strip club. Don't do what you got to do. Make it rain. Get, you know, Big Willie style, whatever. But someone that's... Someone Why would you, you do up, that? Okay, coach. Horns, okay. Well, let me ask you this. Let me finish. Let me finish. If someone throws you upside down horns, who cares? You don't okay, play exactly. Texas no more. You play for the Tennessee Titans. But do you think he don't fight the guy if he did that if he's or, uh, not drunk? drunk? Well, let me you ask know, you this. I'm not condoning what he did. I'm just saying he should be able to go to a spot, but he also should understand that, okay, look, nothing of these people out, outside of my clique, out of my boys, out of my crew, no one should be able to get me upset to where I make myself look stupid, make my organization look stupid, and make my fans um, second-guess um, what I have just what it took me over a year and a half to accomplish. If you're in the right frame of mind. If you're drunk, if you're in the right all that goes out the window. Yeah, he can't look. If he want to hang out and do those things, Coach, you say he want, can do or have a right to do, then what you do is this. You get you a car, you take, get you a limo service, you got $25 million, let's just put that number out there. You get your car, limo service, you know you're going to be drinking. You already know you've been in trouble with the law. You call that club owner. He's not going to have a problem with that. He wants you there. Say, I'm going to be in a club, but I don't want any trouble. It's right. We have VIP. I'm going to walk around. Um, now the club owner got Vince Young in his club, and he got bouncers watching, make sure nobody's provoking him. There are guys that know, okay, uh, Spive is going to be at the club. Vince Young is going to be at the club. Here's an opportunity. Not only guys, girls, females go, well, if he brush up against me, I'm going to say he touched my breast. That, that stuff happens when you become a certain, uh, when you reach a certain level at, at any position in your, uh, your field of choice. He's an NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. All it, the owners, people will take care of him, and they have for the, since he's been an athlete. Yeah, but All he has to do is call the club owner and say, I don't want own. these trouble. I'm going to put you in VIP. Nobody's going to harass him. We got you. We're going to get you in the door, and we're going to get you out the door. Mm. If you want to go to a strip club, it's the same thing. We'll get you in the door. We'll get you out the door. They got private rooms. Whatever. He, if you just want to go there and drink, some people just go there to drink. Yeah. And, Coach, I don't disagree with you, Coach, at all when you say this man should be able to do that. He should. But when you're the face of of a professional football team, an NFL quarterback, you do not need to be in the truck in those environments drunk past to the what point you where you cannot control yourself and somebody just threw an upside-down Texas Longhorn sign at you. Well, that's why you need somebody that's sober in your camp. you got to have somebody sober when you're out like that. Hey, hey, Junior, Junior you, hit sober, the, man. you hit the nail on the head. Put the right people around you. I, yep. I'm not disagreeing with any of this. I'm just saying there's ways to do it. You can't – I do disagree where you can go out there and, and make it rain. Okay, when you make it rain, all, you're not the only one there. You don't live in that – you play ball in that city. You don't live there. You're not from there. There's other guys who, who's up on their hustle. There's other guys who's, who's there. You're just visiting as far as they're concerned. So you go ahead and make it rain. Consequences. You go ahead and make it rain in the club, then there's people watching you. Now they want to get the rest of your, uh, your thunderstorm. Now they want everything else you got. We're going to take a break, man. We're going to come back with the Kwame Lodge of the Sports Sometime Rich and Ken from the ATL Show. we got Junior Spive on the line. I think we got Stan on the line. We'll come back to Stan. We'll, we'll touch up with you. The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. 
just I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Are you ready for a fresh, candid, and entertaining look at sports? It's time for a radio show that doesn't tackle sports like everyone else. Join former NFL player Nick Murphy for Murphy's Law. Hear it directly from your favorite pro and collegiate athletes, coaches, and media personalities as they dissect what's going on in the world of sports. It's sports, entertainment, and fun, and it's all part of Murphy's Law. Tune in Friday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Channel. Tune into the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's Hot Topics. to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports hey welcome back to the formula sports sometime rich show we came from the atl we got a junior spivey major league baseball world series went on on the line with us so we have stan we got a caller Here's what we're going to do, man. The last segment, you know how fast this goes. Uh, we, we talked about the uh, Lakers, the Celtics. I say six. Coach B say possibly six. The Lakers fans say seven, but they have no choice to say, but to say seven. We talked about the uh, realignments of the college football. Uh, my pain is all generated. It's all for money. Um, at some point, it's going to be a, have to be a playoff. I think all of us agreed on that. Then we went into uh, Vince Young. So I, I, I start off with my two minutes, and then we hit Coach, then Ken, Spivey, and then Stan. Uh, you, you got the rest of the time left. Um, but right now I'm going to go with this. I'm going to go with uh, my two minutes on Vince Young. Vince Young at some point has to grow up. He's an NFL quarterback. Uh, you have allotted a lot of uh, things to you in your life, becoming that when earning that status. Um, so you can't do certain things anymore, regardless of if you think you're able to. You can't do certain things. You're the face of a national football team. You're the face of the Tennessee Titans. There are other people involved with this than you. You're the quarterback. You've got ten other guys on the field with you. If you're not on the field, then how do they win? You give them the best chance to win. Grow up. If you want to go to the club and hang out, call the owner. Call, call, put the right people around you. There's ways of doing things, and you can maximize your fun. You can still have fun. And that's my piece on uh, Vince Young. He has to grow up or nobody's going to give him any chances. Coach. My piece on Vince Young is that simple fact of 
you got to know where you're, which, where you are, and what's going on around you. you. Little things like that can't push your buttons. Like when we were growing up, uh, as boys, everybody says, you know, don't talk about my mama, don't talk about this, don't talk about that. Oh, you can talk about what you want to talk about. All you're doing is talking. The first time you put my hands on you is when we got issues. You know, that's how it should be done as you're a grown man and as you are a kid. All right, now, my other problem, my other last little bit i got to say is Bell Celtics. Next. <laughs> and all i got to say is I'm throwing out this number, .08, Vince. Uh, that is that is the reason why the federal government set that uh, that limit right there because you're you're incoherent when you go past that and evidently you were past that uh, upside down Texas longer and hook them is, is, is set you off into a fight that now is going to possibly cost you millions. Let's see, hmm, you're going to get a lawsuit because you did cut the guy up. Uh, Roger Goodell is going to uh, fine you and ba- and probably suspend you for the first two to four games of the season. Hey, good luck sitting on the sidelines while Kerry Collins gets his job back, Vince. Oh, yeah, good point. Oh, yeah. Spy, what you got? You sound like Jim Rohn. My thing is, like, you, you got to have somebody sober that's around you because, you know, when you got alcohol in you, man, anything will set you off. You don't think because you're drinking. You're intoxicated. So you just need somebody around you, man, that's sober. You know, if you want to drink, have somebody around you that's sober. So, man, if you get out of line, they'll be able to straighten you up. Like, hey, man, look, look here. You got way too much to lose. Let it go. You know, so I just think you just need somebody around you. You need sober people around you if you want to be drinking as well. Because if, right, got... I mean, if all of y'all been drinking, it's, it's all bad. It's all Stan, bad. you got the uh, rest of the time, and we uh, you can talk about whatever you want. We'll talk about the Lakers and the Celtics. It's on you, and we'll, we'll follow your lead. Nah, I just want to talk about them Celtics. That's all I want to talk about, man. Being the, um, for the series stop, for the playoff stop, in the regular season when we lost seven out of ten games, and we put it been too old. We'll never win another final. We'll never win another championship. Only thing I want to say is this right here: tonight is over. But you know what? I, I think it. Uh, let me let me add something to that. Or um, with that, I think that um, when he changed the line, I think Doc started coaching when he experiment. I won't even say his experiment when he had that right five in and the chemistry that those guys played together. I don't think the Celtics had a whole lot to do with. Um, uh, Nate Robertson, Big Baby, and those guys were in there. Tony Allen, these guys were able to maintain, and I said this a few times, they were able to maintain the lead or take the lead while the Starlets getting rest. And the reason why the Lakers can't can really pull it off in the fourth quarter is Kobe taking all the shots and their benches not step up for the Los Angeles Lakers. And I think uh, that's a credit to Doc and what he's doing with that lineup. Not just that. Kobe's tired. He's played all summer last summer, all the season. How is he tired? I ain't show, he ain't showing me he's tired. I don't see any signs of him being tired. He's playing D and he's scoring. Where is he tired at? He has an 18. He has a 19. And he has a 6.4 quarter. Come on, you should be boasting that, Kobe. Six no, how, how are you going to do that, man? If the guys taking crazy shots, our test taking crazy shots. Let's let's do this. I I think here here's where it's going to all change tonight. I haven't seen Ray Allen for three games. Ray Allen haven't hit a three pointer at home yet. At home in the past three, two or three games, Ray Allen lit them up the game they won in L.A. So now they're going back to L.A. L.A. He has to step up. So you don't, you maybe you're not gonna pay him attention. Ray Allen don't know he missed shots. He's gonna keep shooting. So he has to step up with that chemistry that the Celtics have. That 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 bench. I would say that that bench chemistry. If they come in and do what they were supposed to do, Ray Allen goes on fire. Paul Pierce and K, KG has stepped up. They have stepped up. There was nowhere to be found in the first three games. Nowhere. 
They have stepped Rashid up. We need Rashid tonight, man. We need Rashid to step up tonight, though. We need Rashid to fight tonight, and we need Ray Allen to knock him down. And it's over. Yeah. And it's over. I mean, and I'm saying this right here, though. I mean, if you're a Lego fan, you don't put to say it over, but they pretty much know it's over, man. Dan, are you really from Boston, Stan? Like if, if, if you look at since Change right there. It'd be forty-two and one there. Yeah, no, it's, it's still stands. We're we gonna see tonight. It's going seven, fellas. I don't think so, man. It's going seven. And, and, I, and I think it's though, right. Now, if it goes seven games, we got our hands for. And that's what I say. If they go seven it's games, seven games, we got our hands for. Now I'm nervous. Um, I don't get nervous when Phil, when Phil gets nervous, that's when I'm nervous, when I get worried. Phil was nervous uh, last week because <laughs> it, it, it can't be nervous. Nervous. Yeah, <laughs> it's a motivation. <laughs> Phil was nervous Sunday, man. It's a three-point game. He missed some crucial free throws, man, at, at, a, at, a, at a pinnacle part of the game. But I know one thing, man. Ron Artex ain't showed me nothing. Ron Artex ain't showed me nothing, man. This is he showed me something in the first two games. Showing you anything? Ron Artest showed me something. Come on, now. He showed me something in the first two games because Paul Pierce was shook. First Paul three, three. First three, three games. games, yeah. First three games, Ron Artest showed me, okay, now I see why you brought him here. Not that regular season stuff because he still had to learn that triangle. But this playoff time when Paul Pierce, who scores 25-plus points, only had 10 points at the most, and then it was a struggle to get those. He showed me something then, and that's why you got him. But now, and really, you think he, about it, and I was going as far as seeing for four games because the game now, he had is 18 and 19. He had 10 in the first quarter. You didn't hear from him no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If y'all yeah. had kept the same team that won last year, y'all y'all be favored to win right now. But you don't have in the same team. You got Ron Artest well, in there. Man, we upgraded. Got we got Brown. Ariza. Man, Ariza couldn't play D like Ortez. Man, he bringing that physical. You want to tell me this year, Ariza? If, 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 you're not if, win if this Boston would have played the Lakers last year, I believe Boston would have beat the Lakers. Seconds, uh, but the uh, Lakers Celtics game. If, if it was that crucial, the Lakers were supposed to do what they do. I feel the Celtics got the advantage. They got, two, they got two games to win one, uh, and I can't see them. They need to win this one for them to have a real games, good chance. Bill Jackson, they have to the win this coach one. is making adjustments. He will make them and win. Get us two games to close it out, man. 
Yeah. All right, man. This is the Kwame Lash of the Sports. Sometimes Rich and Ken from the ATL show. I appreciate my calls. NBA All-Star, uh, World Series winner, Junior Spivey. Always a good guest to come in. Stan from uh, VA. Leave y'all boxing gloves at home tonight. Come on in, have a good time. Bring your own food. I got your drinks. Drink at your own. Look, Kwame Lash Sports, we see y'all later. We out. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the voice america sports channel for more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest please visit voiceamericasports.com the voice america talk radio network is the worldwide leader in live internet talk radio visit voiceamerica.com the views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by voice america talk radio network its staff and management